A pale yellow sun hung low in the salt sky. Winter had blown in overnight, and the cold gave an air of lonesomeness to the empty roads and deserted vacation homes. Tim loved the dying light of December and the absence of the people and set about his business with a kind of gleeful freedom. He had a dozen properties to take care of in the village and another dozen scattered on the eastern edge of the peninsula, and he had worked his way through three of the four homes on his list for the day with not a soul to bother him. The Rothmans' summer place was the biggest and finest house in the village, fronting the Crescent Beach, ideally situated with a view of the lighthouse to the north and the unspoiled sand and rocks to the south. Tim parked the jeep around back and stood in the driveway, admiring how seamlessly the new mansion blended in with the grand old New England Victorians that dotted the coast. But it had been built less than ten years ago. His son was older than the house. The wind cut through his jacket, so he hooked the lapels against his throat and jogged to the door and fumbled for the keys. The house was colder inside than out and he searched for the thermostat to turn up the heat and flipped on the lights in the pale noontime. In the kitchen, new and clean birch cabinets glowed like honey above smooth slate countertops and the spotless stove and refrigerator. A few tasteful prints lined the walls, and in the dining room the chair sat precisely three inches from the edge of the table awaiting company. Alert for drafts, he wandered room to room, absent-mindedly checking windows that he knew were closed. A layer of dust furred the shells and curios laid out carefully on the sideboard, and he drew a line with his fingertip along the edge of a mahogany credenza. Bound in frames, pictures of the Rothmans were everywhere, the father in his white dentist's jacket brandishing a tool of grave menace, the mother with the same practical smile in every photograph, two children, a boy and a girl, progressively aging from toddlers to teenagers, perfect teeth glistening in the main summer sun. Even the dog was perfect, a Shiba Inu regal as a quaffed fox. In a gilded mirror, Tim saw himself prowling through their possessions like a thief, and he quickly turned away. Tim sat in Dr. Rothman's easy chair and inspected the Persian rug between his feet, wondering if he had dragged any sand or mud inside. The room was simple and elegant. A Steinway upright took up one wall. More photographs of Mrs. Rothman in her best swimsuit. Arts and crafts, mirrors and lamps. White pine beams and finishing trim. The furniture, spare pieces, summer home, finer and newer than his own. A castle built crown by crown, bridge by bridge, tooth by tooth. Money. He dug into his front pocket and fished out a ten, the same crumpled bill he had tucked away three days ago. He knew without looking that his wallet was empty. Never enough money. The plan had been for him to go back to school, finish his degree, but when their son was born and later diagnosed, they decided after many long nights of argument that Tim would put ambition aside to care for the boy most of the time. I make more money, she had said, and it was true, even as a small-town lawyer just starting out so it only makes sense when he's still little for me to keep my job. What's so terrible about being a stay-at-home dad? You can always find something seasonal or part-time will work it out. He had stumbled into the caretaker's position with coast property management, but he often wondered if Holly had not secretly welcomed the chance to escape the responsibility of daily care for the boy right from the beginning. 
When J.P. was younger, Tim took him along for odd jobs when Holly was not free or when they could not find a sitter. But after Jip developed his phobia, those excursions with his son became nearly impossible, just as unlikely as returning to college after all these years. He was old enough to be a freshman's father. With the sole of his boot, he scraped at a spot on the rug. The wind rattled the window panes behind him, and he hoisted himself from the easy chair, stiff with cold, and climbed the stairs to check for drafts in the bedrooms. In the dentist's boudoir, the king-size bed floated like a raft on a wide expanse. A single wrinkle creased the bedspread, and he smoothed it with two hands, picturing Dr. Rothman and his wife, perfect and tan, resting.